0: What would you like the power
1: to do? Mobile
0: banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: It's along the way. Whatever you prefer. Your last name is Dick or Prunty. I think I choose Dick. You'd rather be Nick Dick? I think so. We'll give you an edge to beat the spread and so much more. We project the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win 5.1 games. They're not supposed to be very good, you couldn't tell. It's rare to have an NFL win total, especially in a perceived bad division. You're not going to have, like, a five a lot of the time or a five and a half. It's just, like, hard to do. What do we call that? Wagertainment. It's You Better You Bet from BetQL.
0: That's right, that's right. Welcome to You Better, You Bet on BetQL, presented by BetMGM. You got two substitute teachers here today, here to create some chaos, here to mess things up, here to change the whole programming for
1: you guys. Sean Bell on your microphone right now, Bill Mats right next to me. Bill, how's it going? It's great, great to work with you, Sean. It's a phenomenal Philly Friday, as Nick would say, the phenomenal Friday, but couple of Philly guys here at the uh, WIP building and really looking forward to getting to work to you, work with you because we basically do the same thing here. We pass yeah. each other sometimes. We're in after each other, but we've never got a chance to work together, so I'm really looking forward I to know.
0: it. I know. It's one show after the other, <laughs> yeah.
1: whether it's an overnight, whether it's
0: right before the overnight. It's all over the place, and of course, we had to get together right here. You better, you bet. A lot to talk about today, obviously. We're gonna be talking about NFL futures, Major League Baseball futures. Baseball games tonight, they don't get rained out. The rain is crazy. It's supposed to rain like five, six straight days. In Philadelphia,
1: just really never stops, I think. (laughs) Exactly, it's pretty much perpetually March
0: all storm, exactly all storming, all problems. Uh, so hopefully, we get some baseball games in here today. I got some bets that they do before the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Mets game, so we're going to talk about that. Obviously, NFL futures, like I said before,
1: but basketball (laughs) has (laughs) been. You know, the, what's go, like? What's going on here? Like, it's really it, heating up towards that that great drama time that is the <laughs> NBA off season. Listen, uh, it, it's it's the one thing that they have that I think the NFL finally tried to replicate the last couple of years. Like the NFL runs everything, and they're like, "No, we just don't have that off season drama <laughs> as much." And they've uh, but the NBA are the originators of it, and we started it last night with pick number three. Yeah, Scoot Henderson going to the uh, going to Portland, and now. Well, what's yeah. gonna happen where with is dating? Go- Where's yeah, that gonna lead to? Like you but said, but it was uh, outside of that. The draft was uh, kind of just okay, just just kind of a draft, not like your uh, things blowing up, not uh, that drama we come to expect. Other than Woj versus Shams, that was the biggest thing last. Yeah, night.
0: everything blew up before. Yeah,
1: random trades, which we're gonna talk about later. Chris
0: Paul going where to to, to play with <laughs> who? Chris Dasperzingis is g- where. The Celtics are shipping out. Who? Like it, all the drama became beforehand. The one semi drama or semi things people didn't like, and I always I'm always tapped into Charlotte. I uh, I worked for the Charlotte Hornets. Not worked for the Charlotte Hornets, Excuse me. I worked in Charlotte, okay. covering the Hornets for TV stations down there. So I'm all familiar with everything Charlotte, and they were not happy. <laughs> I don't know if anyone you go on your Twitter, look it up. Their their reaction to them drafting Brandon Miller out of Alabama. Their reaction was Donovan McNabb-esque. It was, what are you doing? How can you do this? They were not happy that they didn't get Scoot Henderson. It was booze. It was, you would have thought Ricky Williams was in the building. (laughs) Like, it was
1: upset. Uh, He was the top player in college last year, right? Like, is it? Is it just because they preferred Scoot? Is it the off-court stuff? They like, thought what they is were going to get
0: Scoot. Plus, <laughs> in the off-season, for anyone who wasn't following, they had all types of legal dramas with yeah. their players. Okay, yes. all types of dramas in That's... general. Go look up PJ Washington and some of the, some of his off-the-court dealings that were almost
1: Zion-esque,
0: but not that far. Uh, Again, we can talk about Zion, although we shouldn't. Uh, but that's another drama. That's why the NBA owns the offseason. But, yeah, it, th- that's why they didn't like it. It was like we've had players getting caught with guns in this, in this last offseason. We've had all types of players that dealing with legal issues or getting suspended uh, due to gun issues. And now you draft a player who's coming off an offseason of having similar type of issues. So they didn't want that. They wanted Scoot Henderson, and they let, the crowd let them
1: know that. I guess then Portland kind of made out there. That's uh, Just thinking about Brandon Miller and that whole situation uh, that he found himself in last year, it doesn't seem as if it affected his play too much. But Are I guess ball? at a certain point when it's a repeated issue for your team, mm-hmm. you, you, they no longer then have the moral high ground. Yeah. Like, we. oh, yeah, well, we, we're concerned about character. No, you're clearly not. Yeah, they're not. And, but I... It's hard to say taking the best player in college is the wrong thing to do unless you unless had the number the one pick Hornets. and you, you could take Wembenyama or yes, something. but you're the Charlotte Hornets. Like Michael Jordan, <laughs> that, that, they,
0: they drafted. That's, they I'm, don't I'm, get the benefit let of me the give, doubt. Let me give you some of the people they drafted when I was there. <laughs> Cody Zeller. Okay. okay. Frank the Tank Kaminsky. Okay. Um, Noah Von Leigh. You get my drift legend. These were back to back (laughs) to back drafts where they drafted these guys and Hornets were like, so now they have no faith. They just get zero benefit of the doubt. Zero benefit of the doubt. And I get it. I I think Brandon is going to be a good player. I don't know what the, I don't know how much better he's going to be than Scoot. The, The other thing I noticed with the draft was five out of the seven first players.
1: Didn't play in college. That's one of the top five as a college guy. Only two of the top seven. I really like the NFL will never get away from college football because the NFL ain't going to pay for a minor league that they get for free. But the G League has now become this other thing for the NBA, this grooming ground where it's an alternative to the uh, to the NBA or to college. At what point is there just no top talent in college? Like, (laughs) why? Yeah. I said last season. Unless you're a player who just does value the college education and you plan on being more uh than a one-and-done, but the first-round guys who are going to be one-and-done, why? What's the point? Yeah. And I said last. College is a ton of fun, but I assume playing professional sports is just as
0: fun. It is. And I said last season during the BetQL season, during the BetU season right here on this uh, very place, that college, the season seemed a little blasé to me. Right, because you didn't have the top talent, you were like, "Yeah, this is great," but I know I could be watching better because the top talent ain't here in college right now, right? Like five out of seven, and the top guy, the clear top guy in France, and again, overseas has always
1: been a thing, but now it's even more than ever. But he's been the presumed number one for two years at this point, so it was just following in line behind that, and then it's it's like no college guys. Like, at what point is it one out of the top ten? Could that be two years from now? Yeah, yeah, and even with that, that's why last thing I was like, it's so hard to make bets.
0: Yeah, because the, the talent is so equal because, okay, I get it, talent is spread out, but also because the best talent ain't in one team or two teams like usual. So you can't just say, all right, this team is probably gonna go to the final four, and I can put my money in the beginning of the season because of the level of talent they have. No, talent's it's, all over the place,
1: and the talent ain't here in college; it's elsewhere. Yeah, it's looking at and go, oh well, they have two lottery guys. Done deal. Like that yeah. just really doesn't exist as much, and so it does. I guess parity is always good. Like the professional sports strive for parity, but college has always been about who's great. Like you need that upper level that those great teams and. Yeah, it's just it's not it doesn't feel the same with you know, the international players. And now, yeah, you, you can't come right out of high school, but you can go to the G League and then we'll draft you. So yeah, it's the yeah. college game is definitely I was just reading the, you know, the Sports Illustrated winners and losers and uh, outside of Grady Dick's suit, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> but they, they the writer of that article did not did not agree. Uh, he put one of the losers was the college game. He looked like um. <laughs>
0: What's the, what's the skating movie? Uh, um, uh, Blades of Glory. Yeah, he looked like the dude from (laughs) Blades of Glory. I was like, all right, I I dig it, I feel it. He looked like the dude from Blades of Glory. So I saw, you know, I I was entertained by it. I said, at the very least, it's a mix up. And by the way, the suits in general were great, in my opinion, because again, me and you grew up in an era where the suits (laughs) The, you you go back. Oh, and the suits were especially just the in oversized pinstripe. Yeah, <laughs> like, the nineties two thousand suits, the Carmelo Lebron suits. You like, ugh. The pants are J. jeans exactly, for some reason. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I, I like. Where'd the your suits. shoes go? How was it? How is it over your <laughs> entire shoe? <laughs> exactly. So that any any other things that you sort of notice just purely from the draft aspect? That, well, you know or, we. Or, Draft that you like because the Sixers ain't
1: have enough. Well, draft. that's that's what I was gonna say. For the first time in franchise history, because we both work out of Philly, uh-huh. Sixers did not make a pick. Yeah. Even after they leaked their draft board, or at least their targets of who they were gonna try to buy a pick from, mm-hmm. were unable to do it. It's the the state of this team, man. The the state of the 76ers. and we're gonna get into the Dame yeah. stuff a little later. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hate what it's gonna cost, but. They just got to take a swing, right, on somebody who's great. The other people are making moves. You got, you got to make That's... a move, but they're sort of, you know what I mean, in this limbo position. They, the, the... You got to wait on James Harden. That's always a great position to be in, mm. where you're just waiting on the whims of an insane person.
0: Yeah. <sighs> and you got to, you got to wait for Dame to make up his mind and
1: what he's gonna do. Because every report was, and we heard it, I think from Brian Windhorst yesterday, saying he doesn't want to play through a youth movement. He, he's going to wait to see what they do with that number three pick. And if they use it to help him out, cool. But if they just take best player available, he, he doesn't want to see a rebuild during, you know, his you know, latter stages of his prime at he's, this he's point.
0: At, he's at the end of his prime. They, that's,
1: he's he's 33 years old. He's played 87 games the last two years he's at, combined. He's like he's only got so much time left, yeah. especially at this level. And, yeah. Now it sounds, oh, well, he's going to wait to see how free agency goes. Maybe Uh they help him out there. Portland doesn't sound all that interested in trading him. This is going to end up being a Ben Simmons, James Harden, I'm sitting till you trade me sort of situation, I feel like.
0: Yeah, that's – listen, we'll get into more of that and the domino effect and the odds that that'll change because of that in in the next segment. But I'm with you. I'm 100% (laughs) with you. Uh, And selfishly –
1: I'm just looking at the Sixers going, uh, we could use somebody who could shoot a three or two. Yeah. Every now and then be nice.
0: Yeah. The other thing that I liked from the draft, I'll say the one draft pick outside of the tops that are obvious that I liked was the Miami Heat. It's hard. I feel like they always just get it right. They know how to get the, the role. play. The, they know how to get the guy that's going to fit in their system, be a role. They, they selected uh, Jamie Vasquez. Va- Jaquez. Jamie Jaquez, yes. Out of UCLA, 6'6 guy, 225, can shoot the ball, has good athleticism, plays a role perfectly to me. He's again a, a good wing, good size wing, athletic, can shoot the rock, and has just great skill. It's skill work. Right, he, yeah. he's just a very skilled player. Again, he's not the best ball handle in the world. He's not the best shooter in the world, but skill wise, he's off the charts. And him going to Miami. And you know when certain people draft certain people, it you're just, just like it's like New England fits. Patriots. Like that it was always you're gonna be. Like, oh, that guy's good. Yep. What were we thinking? Why yep. didn't we draft him? That's the pick there that I go, all right. You know what I mean? Like, all right, now, now, again, you're going to yep. continue to make runs and beat teams that are better, better than, than you, you. just that's, because you know what to do.
1: That's it, You talked about how Charlotte doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. They, oh, they are oh, well okay. beyond, oh. oh, yeah, you know what? Maybe Brandon Miller was the right pick, but I'm not going to give you the credit for it till it comes true, yeah, and well yeah. after the fact of it yeah. coming true, like, the heat, you just go, oh, yeah, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I see what you're doing, and you're right. Makes sense. Man, makes and when, sense to when me. When you have the track record of that front office, like, what, what am I going to question them? Yeah. Like, what, I'm the, yeah. Who's wrong? Me or them? Probably, yeah. you know, like, you just kind of, that's a team that you give the benefit of the doubt to when you see what they've been able to do for two decades now.
0: Yeah, two, solid two decades. Another thing, are you a believer in Victor? I want to screw up his name. How do, you, do you know how to say his name? I'm going to test you before I test myself.
1: Wembenyama. Wembenyama. Okay, Wembanyama. That, that sounded, that sounded yeah, right, so I'm going I'm, to I'm go yeah, with it you. it sounds right.
0: Uh, you got cast like Brian Windhorst saying the greatest prospect ever. What's your thoughts?
1: That's just hearing about, I mean, greatest prospect. I always love, like, draft comparables, you know. Uh, well, let's just compare him right away to a Hall of Famer. Like, oh, that, that sets realistic expectations. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, Ben Simmons, he's probably a cross between LeBron and Magic. That yeah. makes sense. You know, but just looking at that pure freaking athleticism, like he's gigantic, just his, what he's going to be able to do defensively, mm. it looks like everything else, work on it. And just right away have that sort of defensive impact. I, I don't know if he's the next great but he looks damn good. Like, it doesn't seem – it looks like he's got a real high floor is how I'll put it. Like you're going to get something awesome out of him even if it's not, oh, yeah, he's yeah. leading his team to three championships in six years.
0: He looks good, but my only thing is this, because everyone's like, we've never seen this before. Yes, we have. <laughs> Chris Asperzingis, who's on the trade block, is, isn't as fluid, I would say, as Victor. Seven-foot-four guy who, put, who drives, put the ball in the basket, blocks shots, and shoots threes, right? Like, yeah. bowl Bow who hasn't, has, I think he's gonna end up being a good player, but hasn't had the great success early yet. 7-2 does the same thing. Chet Holmgren was drafted last year, who got hurt, was 7-1, who does the same thing, so I'm like, Is he better than... And I don't know because all I see is highlights. I don't know how
1: to analyze his game as an 18-year-old in France. French teenagers play basketball. Right,
0: right. So I'm like, I don't really know, but I do know... I've seen this before with several players. Is he better than Chris Stats, Bobo,
1: Chet Holmgren? I I think you mentioned the smoothness. Like, just that... Uh You don't know how to, like, athleticism or coordination whatever it is it just seems like it's very easy for him it does not look as if he is putting forth a ton of effort to do amazing things (sighs) okay all right who who knows you
0: know listen we'll continue to talk about this shortly listen coming up we got rookie of the year odds we got dame lillard odds and all the above and you better you bet stay tuned presented by bet mgm